0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the armchair booking wrestling podcast i'm your host and according to uh our new brand new friends at wrestling with the truth i am stunning steve barber
1: yep that's right
0: and joining me as my co-host is delicious juelen davis hey everybody and since so, you know the game the nickname and we'll try it on you know, yeah on, of course we we have to make sure you know we don't get sued by steve austin
2: <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> so <laughs>
0: yeah because he was stunning Steve first, yeah he was you know, so um but I know Kyle he'll let me know whether it works or not he always he he oh, always yeah. he lets me know um but you know thank you for having the patience to wait for us to record for the first time in a week and a half um it was Thanksgiving,,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, so we all had family stuff, and you also had a birthday yeah. dinner to go to, yep, so yep. had how'd, how'd that go had how'd, how'd, uh, how the birthday girl do? Oh,
1: she did good. Her best friend took the kids for three days, so it was oh, just me better. and her, so yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And how was your Thanksgiving?
1: Oh, it was good. Went to, we had ours here, and then went to see my family in Hopkinsville on Saturday. And that was oh, fun. Yeah. I hadn't, we true. hadn't got, yeah, we hadn't got together in like two years. So it was That's pretty right. fun.
0: Yeah, you did text me and say, I'm in Hoptown right now. I'm like, How's it look? Well, <laughs> it's kind of moving out towards Oak Grove.
2: Yeah, but it's still <laughs> like,
1: I, I'm i never moving back to Hopkinsville. I just have no desire. I will go visit my family and then I will come back to Western Kentucky. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no, like, no. Like like I far,
0: can't. far Western Kentucky.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. It's mean. like, mm-mm.
0: Because think about this: Hopkinsville is further west than Bowling Green, which is yeah. where Western Kentucky University is located. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then you're even further west than that. Yeah. And because you got Paducah, then you have West Paducah.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's where I am in West Paducah.
0: West Paducah. So if that tells y'all, you yep. know where he's at. I mean, he can he can stand on his roof and see Illinois. So. <laughs> Just about, yeah. yeah so, um, yeah. how close are you to the rivers? Because you're, I mean, you're real close to like Cairo, Illinois. I mean, that's in all seriousness, where that's like the, the very point of Illinois.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, probably, I don't know, halfway. We're about half an hour from Cairo.
0: Okay. Oh, Cairo. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's one of the things if you're not from around there you don't know that it's, um, that it's pronounced a certain way other than what you always see it spelled like. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, kind of like, you know, if you live in if, if you live in Christian County or any uh, Kentucky and you see a word, you know, a town spelled L-A-F-A-Y-E-T-T-E and you call it Lafayette, the reaction for the person is going to be, oh, you're not from here, are you?
1: Yeah, because they say Lafayette and it's like, no it is not <laughs> <laughs> but <coughs> it's not how
0: that word is said but yeah we we got corrected when we moved there you know we're like oh yeah Lafayette road and they're like oh no that's Lafayette i'm like what <laughs> and like yeah you you're, you, like, here, you you just moved here didn't you yeah i'm like yeah we did <laughs> yeah you know, but uh, like i said this past sunday we recorded with B.C. Hunter and Jay Meyer for the Wrestling with the Truth podcast, and that was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Um, First time we ever met those guys, and you know we hit it off great. Uh, We run it for about an hour and a half, I say, roughly, and talking all about why we are all wrestling fans, and you know a lot of the stuff. If you've listened to our podcast for a little bit, I mean, you know some of the the some of the viewpoints that we have, you know, you've already heard them, but we really expanded on them there. And I think your microphone's out. Uh, it's it's trying. Say hallelujah. <laughs> there we go. There it is. All right. All right. Um. But yeah, and the, and the episode dropped uh Wednesday so yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you have, have normally I don't listen to us because you know, except for like little spot checks for yeah um you know, like well like the commercials and things like that because I want to make sure that nothing's slipping in commercial wise that we wouldn't yeah. um because some organizations they can kinda of, they'll they'll categorize it under something else and yeah. Next thing you know, slide it in there. yep, uh, like political ads. It's a bit that we don't want any kind of political ads.
2: Mm-mm, no.
0: Yep, so, um, but I normally I don't like listening to myself speak. I just can't stand hearing my voice.
1: I don't either. I'm not. A, I've never been a fan of hearing my own voice.
0: Um, but that one I did just to you know hear how we were doing. I mean, and it sounded like we were all having fun.
1: Yeah, I listened to it earlier today. It sounded it sounded good.
0: Yep. So, um, you know, but those two great guys. I mean, hopefully, we can get even more people to subscribe to us, and so we we need to have them on as well. Um, you know, it's it's their schedule is also pretty tight, and so we recorded yeah. that. I was uh, kind of surprised when um, when BC when he hit me up and he said, "How does nine thirty Eastern time sound for the time?" And I'm like, "Okay." Oh uh, that's <laughs> um, yeah, you know, so normally we, yeah, I mean, we recorded eight thirty
2: eastern, yeah, time. yeah,
0: and so for them they're the they're in the Atlantic time zone, which is a foreign concept, us Americans, because yeah. <laughs> we we started with Eastern and go work our way west, um, mm-hmm. but they're in the Atlantic time zone, which is another hour ahead of eastern, so so it was ten thirty their yeah. time and jay uh he was talking you No, know, he has a a four year old girl and so he um he needed to get some sleep at some point, yeah, yeah, um but yeah that that was a lot of fun, and we we I mean, we talked about survivor series war games, which that which is actually what we're gonna talk mm-hmm. about tonight, so uh hopefully we don't repeat too many points that we had, but um yeah, I'm sure some will overlap, but...
2: yeah, it's kind of hard
0: not to, but yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think we'll, we'll still hit it pretty good. Cause this is our, I think our original plane anyway, because it's the first what yeah. we're doing after a major pay-per-view because this is one of the big, four, right. you know, so, um, I was about to say the big five, but they haven't brought back King of the Ring yet, but give it time. Triple H is in yeah. charge. So, mm-hmm. um, All right. So, but before we get started, I want to go ahead and go and give our contact and listing info. If you want to email the show, it's armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to find us on Facebook, facebook slash armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Instagram at armchairbooking. You can find us on Twitter at bookingarmchair. You can find us on TikTok at armchairbooking. You can find us on YouTube if you want to catch any of the videos, which please, if you're watching this and you're not subscribed yet, please subscribe. And do us a favor if you are a subscriber share the link for people so they can subscribe as well, because we're trying to reach a hundred subscribers mm-hmm. and, you know, that's our first goal, but, uh, I think it's a, an achievable goal, but we, we actually need help. I mean, that's one of the things that, um, I mean, I can go out and create a hundred different email accounts and, and do it like that. Right,
2: can, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's a lot to manage. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a bot. So, right. Um, but, you know, that's one of the things. I mean, we really uh, do need the support of other people, and we are very appreciative of that support. Absolutely. Yep. Um, and so, well, you subscribe, and then let us know that you subscribed, and you know, we'll figure out a way to reward some people. That's one of the things you know we've actually mm-hmm. talked about. Um, and on as far as audio platforms go, we are in just about any audio platform you can think of. If we're not there. If if we're not there, let one of us know, and we would do whatever we can to get ourselves added. And if you're on Apple, go on there, give us a five-star rating and write us a review. If you give us a, if you write us a five, a five-star review, we will read your review on air. Yep. Yep. I mean, straight up, we will absolutely review it uh, because BC actually told us he's given us a review, but unfortunately them being in Canada,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. you know, he said for some reason when they do the review, they don't show up. It's some kind of. Apple Canada, Apple US
2: mm.
0: kind of thing, he said. So he said eventually eventually will show up. So I gave them a five-star uh, review as well.
1: Okay.
0: So uh, if you're on Spotify, you can also give us a five-star rating. They don't do reviews yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that there are other third-party ones that do um, allow you to give ratings and reviews. But when well, I say third-party, they're just not as well-known. I mean, that sounds bad, called kind of third-party. But uh, because a long, long time ago like when the podcast had first started about maybe a month or two into its existence. And I didn't find this out until like six, seven months later, Mm -hmm. I found an overview and it said, breathes into the microphone. I'm like, yep, there for a little bit. And it was something that I couldn't tell. Right. No, I couldn't hear it, you know, but yeah, apparently I was breathing a lot into the microphone and it was really, it was just how I had it placed, Mm -hmm. you know, the, um, and so I said, he said, well, the subject matter is great. However, you know, he, he, the host is breathing into his microphone. Mm. Like, and it was, and I got to listen. I was like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> so I don't think it warranted a one-star rating like they gave. Oh. Yeah. But, and it was somebody over in the UK. So, um, and, and they were the platform they listened to it on. I was like, I have no, I had never heard of it before. And I don't, and I'm not going to go searching for the rating now. Right, <laughs> but, uh, but either way, yeah. You know, just go in there, give us a good five star rating. If you're if you're doing Apple, we'll actually read the five star rating. If you don't use Apple, go to your friend who does use Apple. Get on their phone. Get on <laughs> you know, get on their iPad. Get on something. Get on their their Mac and do your thing. Uh, we also have merch. You can go to tpublic.com slash user slash armchair booking dash podcast. You can find things like shirts, coffee mugs uh phone cases pillowcases laptop cases uh hoodies i mean it it's a, just a plethora of stuff you can get on there and you can also find Dwylan on twitter at fat underscore daddy seventy three a lot of times when you see me post under the arm um, the book the at booking armchair i will about ninety nine percent of the time I will tag Dwylan because ninety nine percent of the stuff I put on there is wrestling <laughs> so <laughs> um and and also other podcasts when they've started to uh share us they mm-hmm. share both they share both of us yeah yeah they they, do. they, they know I'm like hey look you're going to share one you, you need to share the other as well so right um you know but if you can also find Jwalen's other social media his other ventures at, at big and fat on youtube and on tiktok because he he is the fat daddy along with Big Mama, and that'd be the birthday girl just yep. a couple of days ago. Yeah, that they have their own little part of their empire, and then I also have the cubicle chat, which is part of our big empire that we're doing together. <laughs> but our empire does not compare to Ted.
1: No, no, it doesn't.
0: Uh, Ted really he really has become the pod father. He surpassed Conrad Thompson uh, by by far, which is kind of wild because. Uh, the only one of the Conrad podcasts I even really listen to anymore is Arn Anderson's mm-hmm. and they didn't an ask Arn" anything on the last episode. One of the questions I asked was from Ted, the hillbilly hill. Oh, that's awesome.
1: Yep. That is so awesome.
0: Yep. So, um, I've had him ask a couple of my questions before, but then they, they said, you got to start paying, you know, to be an ad free shows to get your questions asked. And I was like, yeah, it ain't that serious. Uh, <laughs> so, um, it's like,
1: no no
0: yeah um you know and i'm not knocking conrad i mean that you know i mean he because the dude has a ton of podcasts now they because i'm oh yeah hearing, i'm already hearing about new ones i'm like you know it used to be one one every you know day that would drop and now he's got like 10 mm-hmm. i'm like i just uh it's hard to find time especially when i started listening to true crime podcasts <laughs> um <even> more, but... <laughs> uh but speaking of other podcasts i just want to give a shout out to obviously wrestling with the truth and of course ted the hillbilly hill wants to give a shout out to the dad world order podcast those guys i was able to meet them they were at the at the nwf anniversary show they those guys were great had a good time talking with them and i actually watched a little bit of their show before we started recording with wrestling with the truth because they do theirs live on youtube starting at eight o'clock on eastern sunday nights and uh or, yeah, no, eight, it was 9 o'clock, sorry, 9 o'clock Eastern. And, of course, we started recording at 9.30, so I watched a little bit of it. Then I had to, to get off. Um, But I also want to give a shout-out to a couple of other ones. True, Cry, True Crime Cast, bless their hearts, because, um, you know, these guys, I mean, they've gotten in good with Jericho, and they've actually supported us, too. I've, I've seen where Jamie from there, he's actually shared – the link for our podcast when someone said, Hey, give me a good wrestling podcast. You mm-hmm. gave us ours. You Myers. So, and also give a shout out to the mixtape podcast. Actually, let me make sure I said that correctly. Uh, because these, these are guys I met from, they're also out of Cincinnati and I met them at the NWF revolution Rising. yep. The mixtape podcast. Uh, it's another good one. I mean, they do a lot of, um, well, when you think about a mixtape, that's a very 80s yeah. term, and so they do a yeah. lot of pop pop culture stuff from like the 80s and the 90s. Uh, and just a really good time. They've actually given us shout-outs shout on their show, too, so I always want to make sure I Ooh. return the favor. Ooh. So, uh, Have I missed anything, anybody? I don't think so. Uh, I do want to give a shout-out to Terrence, your brother, just because we need to get him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and actually, you know what, the idea that I sent to you um, a couple days ago, actually, mm-hmm. I think T- Terrence he would be good for that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Nope. Yep, so, uh, but that's a project we kind of got working. It it sounds like it might be a series of shows. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, so I know it was War Games. It's hard for me to not call it Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I mean that was kind of the platform it's on, but it but it was Survivor Series War Games. War and Games. Yeah. I think that's what they've been doing now. It's like they have the pay-per-views. It has one name. Then they have like the tag name to go with it. Yeah. Uh, But what did you think about the pay-per-view overall?
1: Overall, I thought it was a good show. I mean, there was only what? Five
0: matches on the card? I believe so. Yeah. One, two, three, four, and five. And
1: And uh, so, yeah. I feel like that was, I mean, that was a good amount of matches you had. You know the war games matches bookended, you know the pay per view, and then you had your your three other matches in between. There was no filler, nope. Because you know a lot of times during Vince's Vince's regime, there'd be a lot of matches on pay per views that didn't didn't matter at all. You know there was no reason to be on there. And with this one, I felt like the three the three matches in between the war games matches. You know they had stakes. They had there was a storyline reason for them happening, um, things like that. Um, probably the if I had probably the the only match that I didn't care for was the SmackDown Women's Title match. We'll get into the reason why, but that's the match that I didn't really care for. That I thought could have been a yeah. lot better.
0: Yeah, that one I think that and like I so said, we'll get into it. If you had to say, okay, you need to drop a match, that would that's the, that's that's the, the match. One. Yep.
1: And I will say this, and we'll, like I said, we'll get into it later. That's not on. That's not a knock against Shotzi. Nope. That's not the reason why the match should, should have been scrapped. But we'll talk about it in a bit.
0: <laughs> uh, so the first match it was the the ten woman war games match. Bianca, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, Becky Lynch against Damage Control, who is Bailey, Dakota Kai, EO Sky, and then Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. And first, I want to say about this match this is the first match which demonstrates actually how international the WWE really is.
1: Absolutely. Yep,
0: yeah, because you have, uh, let's see, um, Japan. Ireland, um, Australia, Australia, Scotland, and New Zealand. Oh, the, uh, R- D- R- D-
1: Dakota Kai is from New Zealand.
0: Oh, okay, I knew that. Okay, and is it one of the girls? Mia Yum. That sounds more Chinese than Japanese. Uh, uh, it's actually Korean. She's oh, uh, so there you go. There, I, you know what that would yeah. that would have been that would have been more logical for me. Um, and of course, you know california tennessee and ohio
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so
0: uh wow that many countries represented in one match is actually uh uh-huh. yeah um i i thought the match was you know pretty decent um as we discussed on wrestle with the truth there was some spots that looked a little too rehearsed yeah yeah,
1: yeah there were a few um There was a few spots that normally like some people had some criticism of, Eel Sky early in the match. They're like, she had some botches. I feel like you can forgive that in this kind of match. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of unpredictability in a war games match. I mean, there's a lot of predictability in a cage match. Mm -hmm. Unpredictability, I mean, in a cage match, much less a war games match. You know, you got two rings, you've got, you know, Got two rings butted together, cage dropped, you know, the metal strip in between to connect the two rings. Anything can happen. So, and so I can give her some leeway, but EO Sky with a botch is still better than 75% of the people (laughs) that are on the books Uh, because EO Sky is just that good.
0: Yeah. And the one spot that, I think they were going to try to do, but then they ended up. I don't know. Either they they kind of faked everybody out, or maybe just fell apart, so they decided not to do it. The spot where you could tell them when they start setting it up, where they're in the corner, and one person's in the corner, and then you have two of them climb on either side, and then you have another two come the over tower, there.
1: Tower Doom. Yes. Yeah. The Tower Doom spot, which I hate that spot.
0: Exactly. So why? It's,
1: it's very it's very contrived. It's like, there's no, I know we have to, I know we have to have a degree of, you know, looking past certain things in wrestling, you know, you know, we have to suspend our disbelief on some stuff, but some stuff like that is just a little too, it wouldn't be bad if they did it every now and then, but every multi-man match they end up doing mm-hmm. that spot and it just kind of waters it waters it's it's not exciting because you see it all the time right i did like the twist though that they went with when bailey hit bianca in the stomach with the kendo stick and they didn't really pull it off so <laughs> i did like that
0: part and like you said every anytime you have a multi man multi woman match they they try to set up that spot and it doesn't matter if it's on a pay-per-view. It doesn't matter if it's on Raw. Yeah. And because that, well, people want to see it. I don't want to see it every show.
1: No. It's the same thing as when people are on the outside of the ring, and this is not just a WWE issue. This is just it's everywhere where, where wrestling is right now. You got a bunch of people outside the ring. They'll stand there and wait for somebody to do a top rope move or you know a dive or something, and it's like, Nobody's really doing that. Nobody's going to stand there and let you jump on. Them. I mean, have, they're just
0: Have nuts. you seen the veteran Jack Vaughn? His videos where he's comparing indie wrestling versus what he considers to be professional wrestling? Uh no, I haven't seen that. I will have to send you um because I mean I have him on Facebook and I follow his TikTok. I mean, what he does, he gets on TikTok and then he shares them as reels on Facebook.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: Well, he has the one where he addresses it because not only he has professional wrestling, you know, where it shows the guy one outside the ring and he he looks up and as he looks up, all of a sudden, oh, boom, he gets hit. Yeah. And then indie wrestling, the guy's outside the ring, then he stands there and waits. Yeah. (laughs) And. Yeah. And then the next one, he has super indie wrestling. Same thing where he's sitting there waiting, and the guy comes down, doesn't come anywhere close to hitting him until he sees <laughs> yeah. the phantom bump. Yeah. And, um, and his videos have started to become very popular because apparently he's gotten to the point where – he and he never – this was not his goal. He's even said this. Um, he was not trying to get monetized, but he's gotten so many views, he's starting to get monetized. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. You know, so – Good for him yep um and you know actually really nice guy he's actually from this area but he's the ovw kentucky champion
2: okay okay yep.
0: so i mean he actually wrestles i mean you know all over the place
2: yeah
0: um but he calls himself the veteran you know because he's like none of you know, I'm the only last true professional wrestler that's part of his gimmick but then it makes you kind of wonder is it a yeah. gimmick or is it you know it, it's Partly truth. Um, Somebody texted me. I'm about to say, Look, I'm recording. (laughs) It's like I'm in the middle of something. Yep. Uh, Everybody knows.
1: Yeah, my mother in law called me a few minutes ago. It's like,
0: No, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. But I should probably turn my ringer off. Um, You know, that's what I do as soon as I get to my office. I normally turn my ringer off. Um, Same thing in church. Because <laughs> that's one place. Definitely turn the ringer off because it sounds like a bomb going off.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, you're here and I'll clap between the things, you know, you just but anyway. So yeah. Back to the the actual of the match at hand before we really went off on a tangent. Um I liked, you know, they, they were able to showcase every girl in the match, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there were some botches. Um, but like you said, I mean, it's a wild kind of match. And Yeah. Um,
1: it's, it's, it's like when people complain about botches in the ladder match. It's like that's part of the appeal of the ladder match is the unpredictability of it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, when they're going through a wrestling school like a bone crusher or like Al Snow, you know, teaching that OVW. ladder matches are not usually on the curriculum as far as I can. Exactly.
1: So it's like, you're not, you don't learn this. And it's not one of those things where people will be like, well, they should have practiced that. And it's like, do you get, that's not something you can just practice. It's like, you've just got to go in and do it.
0: Yeah, you know, um, and now who was it? Was it Joey Mercury? Speaking of ladder matches and botches, the yes. ladder, and just blood yeah, he just... was.
1: He, yeah, he was too close, and when Jeff did the seesaw thing, it just it just, like shattered his nose and his eye socket.
0: Right, I mean, and that's one of the botches. You're like, <sighs> yeah, that was brutal, and you think it's fake? Explain that. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: I thought it was a good. I thought the the women's war games match was a good match. Uh, it was good showing. Good opening uh, match. Yeah, except for Mia Yim. Yep. Um, I know the faces won. Becky did the leg drop, the double leg drop off the top of the cage. Um, but Rhea Ripley was the MVP of that of that match. Just and yes, her physicality and her moves and everything, but just her presence is just, I mean, she just has star written Mm -hmm. all over her, and she she carries herself like a star. Facial expressions, you know, body language, just those intangible things that a lot of people just don't have, she's got all of it.
0: He reminds me, and I think this may be just because of the size, do you remember Lady Maxine?
1: Yes. Yes,
0: she kind of reminds me of her a little. Yeah,
1: bit. I say that. Yeah,
0: yep. Uh, just the height and just the, mm-hmm. the look that she has. You know, the kind of the uh, with the Mad Max. You know, Lady Maxine yeah. was kind of a you know yeah. spin off of Mad Max, but uh, and with Rhea Ripley being from Australia, of mm-hmm. course, where Mad Max. It's probably, set. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I think that she will have one of the championships. You know, within the next year. Um, she will have it for at least a little bit. Hopefully, when they don't.
1: Seeing, uh, yeah. From what I've been seeing, she is in line for a monster push because they yes. want they want her and Bianca at WrestleMania for the championship.
0: Because didn't they end Royal Rumble last year?
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So it, we got a little bit of a taste of it. We saw what yep. could happen, just like the, the War Games. We saw what could happen. So.
2: Hmm.
0: Hey, uh Paul Levesque, make it happen.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, make that happen. ASAP. Make, <laughs> yes.
0: Like like right now. And well, the next match, um, AJ, who's accompanied by the OC, Luke Gallows and Carly Anderson. Uh he defeated Finn Balor, who had the judgment day. I, I, I said the word the, I'm sorry. Yeah, Judgment. <laughs> he had well the two males from Judgment Day because yeah. Ray Ripley. I mean, she was probably back nursing her wounds a little bit. From oh, I'm sure. She was just in, but uh, with Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio. And was it BC and Jay who were talking about Dominic? He's just he's not. It's like he's not ready for this yet.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, because I had listened to another podcast, and I was like, I think it was them who yeah. said it, but... Um... And I mean,
1: I know we got to give him time, but still, yeah. it's like, I think it's a little... I think he's kind of falls in that Austin Theory category where it was like, a little too much too soon. Yeah. And, but I think turning him heel was a smart move.
2: hmm
1: Because, I mean being a face, he was always going to be in the shadow of his father. You know, we,
0: we only but, waited a year for it.
1: Yeah. But as a heel, he can kind of go off on his own and do other things. And, you know, he's still a young guy. I think he's mm-hmm. 25 and he's got time.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: still, you know, I still expected him to be a little better in the ring than he is considering who his father was, but I know everybody progresses at a different rate so
0: oh, well, and I think that's the wild thing with Dominic was when the first time we saw him in the ring we're like wow okay this kid's good he's well beyond mm-hmm. his years but like you said everybody progresses at a different rate his progression has been extremely slow and now yes. it's like he's yes. all of a sudden he's behind where he needs to be
2: yeah exactly or
0: where you would expect him to be yeah and and I had to ask this question on wrestling with the truth and I have to ask it again During the match, the O.C. and Judgment Day, they got into a fight at ringside, and it spilled out into the crowd, and they were fighting, 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 and we never saw them again.
2: No.
1: They just all went to the back. They probably all went and hung out and got a beer or something and watched the match on the monitor.
0: Yeah, they're like, all right, watch this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to do each other's moves. Oh, Finn's, you know, he's got a hurt leg. Oh, (laughs) but. Yeah, Uh, And I think this match, uh, uh, because if we were to say Finn Balor and AJ Styles against each other, our expectation level is pretty high.
1: Oh yeah. You're thinking five-star classic.
0: Yeah. And you're thinking not a lot of time on the ground because both these guys are smaller guys. and smaller guys tend to be up in the air a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, well, they're light. (laughs) You know, they just don't weigh very much. And I thought this match had a good mixture of, you know, everything. And, um, and when AJ got the calf crusher on, on mm-hmm. Finn and I'm like, well, I, I was like, I don't think he's going to tap. And then he did though. I've always seen bigger guys do this to AJ. I've never seen somebody Finn Balor size where he reached over, grabbed him by the head. And he started slamming his, the back of his head. Yeah. Off yeah. And, but I mean, the, the look of his face too. I mean, it was just, yeah, it, it looked vicious. He looked mean. I'm like, yeah, Finn Balor's a pretty good heel.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, him turning heel was the best move for him.
0: Yeah, and it's rare that you'll see a wrestler who stays on one side of the fence or the other their entire career. Yeah, um, you know, Ricky Steamboat is a rare. You know, he's yeah. always been a face. Yeah, um, Rey Mysterio was was he a heel at one point? Not for uh, he was
1: he was a heel for like a cup of coffee in WCW. When the filthy animals group first started, they were heels, but then they got over with the fans and so the fans just turned them face. But yeah, they were they were he was
0: he was kind of a heel
1: there for just a little bit right after he lost his mask.
0: Oh yeah, when he lost his mask for no reason whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Just because Eric Bischoff was having every luchador lose their mask.
0: You don't do that to the luchadors. No. Because I mean, the the mask for AAA, and you go south of the border, the mask with Mexican wrestling is—it's a lot more meaningful than what it is. Well, basically anywhere else. I mean,
1: yes, yes, that's sacred. I mean, you, yeah, you know, I mean, that is with somebody you don't mess with somebody's mask.
0: I mean, that is part of their character. They're not doing it like, like with a yellow dog, you know, being like Barry Windham Mm -hmm. or later on Brian Pillman, where. They're doing it to hide their identity. No, it right. is their identity.
1: It is the identity. Yeah, because a lot of times nobody knows who they are when they take the, you know, if they're out in public without the mask, nobody knows who that is. Nobody right. would have ever known who Ray Mysterio was if people hadn't, if Eric Bischoff hadn't had him lose his mask and people saw his face.
0: Right. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, that, that one, yes, yeah, So Ray, you know, nobody wants to boo Ray anyway. No. That's why he couldn't really stay a heel. And I know there's got to be some more, but I'm also trying mm. to think of, has there been anybody been a heel their entire career? Mm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that that's, that's, a, that's a... Yeah, because I'm thinking... Butch Kingdom, Reed? Uh, no, Butch Reed, he was cheered for a little bit in Mid-South slash UWF. Oh, okay.
2: okay. Um...
0: Uh, I'm thinking even King Kong Bundy. I mean, he was cheered for a little bit, you know, in world-class. When he had hair, it's so funny when you see
2: (laughs) him with hair. It's like,
0: huh? Um, I mean, there's got to be somebody. I just can't think of anybody because the the, the thing about heels, and we discussed this the other night, was to be an effective heel, you have to be really good in the ring. You know, you, yeah. just ha- you have to be. And it can get to the point where you're so good in the ring, the fans latch onto that. They're going, oh, I mean, this guy, you know, or this girl, I mean, they're really good. I'm cheering the fact yeah. that they are extremely good in the ring. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, because everybody wants to, you know, you want to cheer a winner. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but Yeah. So that's the the question. If anybody can think of an answer for us, somebody who was a heel their entire career, please let us know. While you're yep. at it, give us give us a five star review and a, and a rating, but and go subscribe. But anyway, yep. <laughs> so uh, but yeah, that match was was absolutely great. And uh, you know, maybe they are still fighting. Um, uh, the next match, and this is the one that we both agreed, they could have just taken this match right off the card, and it was actually the shortest match too. So this this could have been just you know what everybody get up go stretch your legs go yeah go go hit the bathroom, um, and this should have been a lot better match than mm-hmm. than what it was because I mean I honestly this match is very forgettable to me.
2: Oh
1: yeah, and th- that's sad because like, like I've seen Shotzi Blackheart on the Indies. Excellent. Seen her in NXT. Excellent. You know, people are like, oh, she's green and all that. It's like, no, she's just new to the main roster, Mm -hmm. but she's not green. She's been doing this for a while. My issue with the match wasn't Shotzi, it was Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. Ronda Rousey is a terrible pro wrestler.
0: Yep. She does not want to be there.
1: No, she doesn't want to be there. I feel like she's just there for the check. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: You
1: know, she's just there for the check and the spotlight and the schedule. And because, I mean, she's she's got that Brock, she's got that, you know, middle 2010s Brock Lesnar schedule going where, you know, she'll show up on TV sometimes and defend her title rarely. And the spot that really irritated me was when Shotzi went for top rope DDT on the apron, she's hit that move on numerous people. It always looks good. She went to do it on Rhonda. Rhonda sandbagged her and held on to the rope. So then Shotzi just falls off onto the floor, and then Rhonda just gets to land kind of softly, you know, on the apron and then roll off to the floor. And you could look. And see when Rhonda grabs that rope. And it's like, she could have hurt Shotzi. I mean, Shotzi could have gotten mm-hmm. seriously hurt on that since Rhonda was unwilling to go through. And that's the thing. It's like, why are they keeping the championship on her when it's obvious that she doesn't want anything to do with pro wrestling? She doesn't want to learn to get better. She hasn't, I don't feel like she has any respect for the business or her or the people she's in the ring with. She just wants to get her get her spots in. I was going to say something else, but we're family friendly. She just, wants to get her, she just wants to get her spots in to get to the arm bar, so that she can tap somebody out and go to the house. And her yeah, moveset I mean, is becoming very Brock Lesnar-like when he's unmotivated to work. Like with him, you get 15, 15 belly, belly suplexes and yeah spam a bunch of F fives and with her you get a few kicks, you get Piper's Pit, the arm bar.
0: Which by the way, the Piper's Pit since when is a not even a generic Samoan drop. Yeah, it's like yeah,
1: it's like a dollar general version of the old teardrop suplex. Yeah, that Shawn Michaels used early in his career it's like but it's just kind of sloppy looking I've never liked that move I don't know yeah, how,
0: why how is that a finishing move
1: yeah I mean, and, that, and, and my thing is how is that even a transition to a finisher because she hits that and then goes for the arm bar and it's like how is that softening anybody up you're not working the arm here's the thing her finisher is the arm bar but you don't see her work in the arm the At entire all. match. It's yeah, just so. she hits. He, she hits the Piper's pit. She goes for the arm bar. They tap out, and it's like, shouldn't she have worked the arm some to make the tap out more believable? Because the arm's already hurt. I mean, it's kind of wrestling one on one. I mean, it's,
0: and see, they and since they fired Arn Anderson a few years ago, he actually could have told her that. Say, so, hey, look,
1: exactly. You he work a it. body part until it's useless.
0: Yeah. So look here, Snapperhead.
2: You just can't <laughs> just
0: can't go for the armbar. Yeah, you know you have to because uh, just just an armbar is not a finishing move. Exactly. Now, now you do it after um, you rammed your knee into their shoulder from the top rope, and you did the hammerlock slam. Which yeah, we need to see more of those, by the way.
2: Yeah, the hammerlock
0: yeah. slam I always thought, I was like oh oh yeah that, yeah ooh, yeah. I mean that would hurt. And then you're like, their arms already sore. Then you put them in the arm bar. And yeah, they're going to tap out. They're going to cry. Yeah. And, you know, because, I mean, that's really putting a hurt on something. She just grabs Mm -hmm. your arm, puts them in there. And yes, I do realize that Ronda Rousey, she is a trained Mm -hmm. MMA fighter. I mean, she's a former welterweight champion. You know, and I get that. I mean, she is very legit, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why I'm glad that, you know, she's not in my house right now, you know, because (laughs) she'd hear all this stuff and she'd come in there and she'd probably put me in an arm bar you know, and I'd probably start crying because I'm old and I can't handle that kind of stuff right now. <laughs> but, um, but she just, she doesn't get it. No, and, she doesn't
1: get it. And, and it's like Shayna Baszler is an excellent professional wrestler. Yes. She has the same MMA background that Ronda Rousey does, but Shayna, Basley, Shayna Baszler wanted to learn catch-as-catch-can and was trained yeah. by Billy Robinson. So, oh, there you go I mean she's you know she's great, and it's like I don't understand how why the belt's not on her, who understands how the business works and understands protecting your you know protecting your opponent and crafting a good match, not just getting your spots in.
0: Honestly, if I had to guess why Shayna Baszler does not have the belt and this is during the Vince era, we're still getting used to the Triple H era, mm-hmm. is because she's not pretty. That's I mean that's honestly that's the only thing I can think of. And that and that's a stupid uh, reason, I know. That is a but, stupid reason. But, it's But like, that's a that's a Vince reason. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz Vince is a creepy old dude, so. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you look at Ronda Rousey. She is attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at all the women there right now, you know, they're all, you know, we're not saying, well, Shayna Baszler is, well, not pretty. You now I put in quotes for those of you on audio only, Yeah, for... but, but she is very tough. She's very, le- she is legit. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, a part of her gimmick is she's, she's not there to be the pretty girl. She's there to win matches. That's who you want yeah. to put the title on.
1: Yeah, she's the killer. She's there to beat people up, make her money, win championships, and that's it.
0: You know, because if she was trying to win a beauty contest, she wouldn't be in there putting that the dark green or whatever color mouthpiece that is in.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know?
0: So, I mean, that put the belt on Shayna Baszler.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's... Uh, but moving on from that dumpster fire... Um, Austin Theory is now the U.S. champion again. I was I was a little I was very surprised at this this out I was I was surprised, but I
1: wasn't mad about it. Um, it kind of frees yeah. up. I mean it was to a move good, back to the main because event it,
0: because it was a good match.
1: Yeah, it was an so, excellent match. Um, there wasn't a lot of downtime that you usually get with the triple threat matches, right? Uh, where like you talked about this on. Sunday where usually in a W especially WWE triple threat there's usually somebody taking a breather outside the ring and these two guys will fight and then one of them gets tossed out and these two guys that happened early on but it made sense because both Seth and Bobby were keeping Austin Theory out of the ring they kept throwing him out of the ring yeah because of their issues with each other they were trying to get to each other and Austin Theory kept getting in the way so it's like no you're not getting in here. But yeah. this Austin theory is interesting. I like yes. where they're going with this Austin theory. This is what they should have done with him in the beginning. Instead of making him instead of putting the money in the bank briefcase on him way too early. Way. Was, a lot way of too that was just too much too soon. Um, and I said this Sunday, but the best thing that they did for him. Was get that briefcase off him. As, as soon as he yeah. lost the briefcase, everything changed for him.
2: He got a lot more
1: interesting. A lot, you know, with any more selfies or any of that crap. He's just aggressive and angry and wanting to show his characters wanting to show people that he's not an afterthought.
0: And just like it wasn't Crown Jewel, it was the other Saudi show they had where, uh, the one where Bobby Lashley, uh, they came out and said he, he had legitimately like hurt his shoulder. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So we were like, okay, then he's not going to be winning this match. It was the, Oh, elimination chamber. That's what it was.
1: Yes. 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 the Chamber. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Elimination chamber. Because Lashley was just kind of stuck in there, but you're like, man, what's going on? And you find out that he actually had a shoulder injury. He's like, Oh, okay. But that was the match that afterward we all, everybody kind of said the same thing. They're like, Brock Lesnar went over. Austin Theory got over.
1: Got over. Yeah, Austin Theory was hot after that that Elimination Chamber match, but then they cooled him off with all the silly stuff and all the you know Mm -hmm. the selfies, losses, and and the selfies and all that crap. And it's like everybody doesn't need a gimmick. Just let him go out there like he's doing. Let him turn his personality up to eleven, and go to work.
0: Show us the talent that he has in the ring, and he has been doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, he did that the other night, and he's U.S. champion again. Which this this time, I think he earned it. It wasn't just Vince going give him the championship. Ha ha! Yeah. Ha-ha! Look at that, pal. Yeah. Yeah. And the way the and match the- went
1: in match.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh.
2: Um,
0: yeah, you're chopping up again, by the way. I just want to let you know your uh your audio is being uh, okay. delayed. Um I was gonna say, and this is actually something else we hit on. Um the I liked the ending of the match the way they had it set up where, where Bobby hit uh the spear on Seth and then but he hit it, but of course whenever he hits it, he doesn't roll on right away. I mean he's got to recover, you know, he's Hits it so yeah. hard, you know, that he's away from him. But as soon as he hit it, booms Austin Theory jumped on Seth and pinned him before Bobby had a exactly. chance to even stand up. Exactly. I like that ending. Um but you could tell Bobby didn't hit him full force because if he could hit him full force, he may have broken like half the man's ribs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, he uh he held back he definitely held back on that move. But, yeah, that was an excellent finish. That's how that's how you build somebody up without anybody looking weak, without right. it hurting anyone else. I mean, Seth still came out looking golden. So did Bobby Lashley, and so did Austin Theory. Everybody came out looking good. So, And that's what you want, you know, is for everybody to come out even better than they were when they went
0: in. Right. And one thing I was happy about, because, you know, normally we see – Uh title match, but it's a triple threat match, and we all just kind of roll our eyes going, it's a way for the champion to lose their title with that actually getting pinned. Yeah. In this this case, the champion actually got pinned.
1: The champion got pinned, which is a rarity for WWE Mm -hmm. to have yeah, for have that happen. But no, that was another excellent match. Um, Um and then the final match was the men's war games match. You had the bloodline. Versus the brawling brutes, uh, Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens. I thought this was a good match. It wasn't as it wasn't as fast paced as like the women's match, but the story they were telling, yes, was excellent because it's like all through the night you've got the doubts in the bloodline of where Sami Zayn and you know, Roman talking to Sam Zayn but Rome even after he uh, even after he quote unquote believes Sami Zayn, he still got this look on his face like I don't trust him. And then mm-hmm. Sami Zayn, his performance was fantastic. Like just, especially toward the end, his interaction with Kevin Owens, it's like even when he hit him with a low blow, he was like conflicted. Because it's like, this has been my best friend for 20 years, but these are the people I consider to be my family now. And it's like, what do I do? And he pulled the trigger and ended up helping the bloodline win. And him and Jay hugged it out. Him and Roman hugged it out. But even then, when everybody's holding the one finger in the air, Jay and Roman are still looking at Sami Zayn like, we don't trust you.
0: Yep. It's kind of like, you know, like the end of a movie, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Where they kind of zoom in on a couple of the faces, like...
1: Yeah, and, and like, they're oh, looking it's... like, you know, Jimmy's over here, he's good. Solo's the enforcer, he's always just standing there, you know, all stoic. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, R- Roman and Jay were like, hmm, we still don't like you, and we still don't trust you.
0: Um, I think it is going to end up like, like I said the other night, it's like an Ole Anderson kicking sting at the Horseman. Oh, yeah. Because Sammy's going to end up with a title shot and they're going to say you're going to have to give up your title shot and he's like, well, why do I have to give up my title shot?
1: Yeah, because it's like bloodline don't fight bloodline. And it's like because from what I've seen the reports that I've seen the plan is uh Roman's gonna defend against uh, Kevin Owens at the Rumble. Okay. Then Sammy, then Roman's gonna defend against Sammy at Elimination Chamber. And then come okay. WrestleMania, it will be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos for the tag titles.
0: Uh, for Unified or just one set, I wonder.
1: Uh for the unified, As far as I know, they're not splitting the tag belts up anytime soon. And they shouldn't.
0: Well, you know what? I say that about I the like tag the team.
1: fact... I like that they go back and forth. Yeah. Because they don't have enough tag teams on either brand to warrant to set up the belts. I like that they come forth and defend the belts on the
0: brands. Um and yeah, I mean, just like I like, I like how they have the unified world champion or they're they're saying universal champion, whatever. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but the the championship that one's unified, and this is when they should have the intercontinental title on one show, the U.S. title on the other show, be the number one automatic number one contenders.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, and but, at least on Raw, the United States title is looked at as the top you know, as the the singles belt on on Raw. Um, SmackDown, they don't really do that because that's kind of like Roman's home show, so they're still pushing him as the top guy, but I agree. I think go back to whoever had the secondary championship should automatically be the number one contender for the title.
0: Now, I will say um, Gunther, Gunther, the German dude. Mm-hmm. he's getting the Intercontinental title back over.
1: Yes, he is. And he said that was his intent, was to bring prestige back to the Intercontinental
0: title. Yep, Um, because even when The Miz tried, the problem was The Miz had already held the title like 14, 15 times, and it's like uh, you can't keep hot hot potato in it. Gunther has held it now for a while, and I I hope he breaks the Honky Tonks man's record. Yeah. Because you know what? I looked at my Facebook memory. Yeah, I hope
2: he does. Somebody, somebody needs to.
0: Yeah. Um. Let me see. Let me look at my, my Facebook memories because I'm I'm hope kind of hoping it was um today, a few years ago, and because I actually sent you the meme and you posted it on Facebook and tagged me. Um. <laughs> it was not today. It must have been like yesterday or the day before. Um. I know you can actually look at the dates, but um, but it was the meme I created. It was Luke Picard, you know, with his hand out, you know, and asking this, you know, you've yeah. seen, you know, you you know the one. And I said, yeah. "Yep." So, New Day is going to break Demolition's record. Why the hell won't they find somebody to break Honky Tonk Man's record?
1: Exactly.
0: And here's some interesting trivia about that meme. Um, our friend Randy, he yeah. hit me up. He hit me up the following Sunday, and he's like, "I didn't know you were a wrestling fan," <laughs> and, and that's how you know. We, oh, that's cool. That, that's how we started hanging out, you know, because um, we were friends on Facebook, and I talked to him, you know, at, at our church, and I knew, and I know he was a pretty nice guy, uh, but we didn't know we were both wrestling fans until that, and after that, right. you know, we've you know done all the wrestling stuff. Um, yeah, but. But yeah, the honky. I don't care if he held the belt the longest of anybody. We know that was politics. The honky tonk man did not draw. I, I mean,
1: no, he didn't draw. The only reason that they kept the title on him for so long is because, like you said, politics. And he, a lot of times, he refused to, to people. He was supposed to lose the belt to be savage. At WrestleMania, that's why Ryan Savage ended up in the match uh George Steel and he was supposed to be the Intercontinental title with the Hong Kong Man and the
0: title. But, um, um, actually, him and George the Animal Steel were at WrestleMania 2. Did Hulk beat Ricky... He, yeah, that's Honky right. Tonk Man that's beat right. Ricky Dragonstein, but, he, but was still supposed he was still supposed to, to win it back. You're right. I mean, he yeah. was supposed to win it back from him. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, yeah, fine. Savage
1: was supposed to win it back, and Honky Tonk refused.
0: And they're like, fine, and they'll we'll put the world title on him.
1: And, yeah, um, and then we'll have the Ultimate Warrior squash you in 30 seconds.
0: Yeah, after <laughs> you know, because he was one of Hogan's buddies, and yeah, you know, and that's the only way he got it with her. I ain't gonna lose the title.
1: That's why he fought Hogan so much because Hogan, him and Hogan were buddies, and those were those were the big paydays. Those were the biggest paydays you could get was wrestling Hogan. Everybody to wrestle Hogan because that's where the money was. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and either way, Gunther actually should have been also been on survivor series instead of Ronda Rousey and you know there that could have been yeah. the, the other yeah. match.
1: Yeah, we could have had an intercontinental title defense instead yes. of instead that, of Ronda stinking up the joint.
0: Yeah, instead of that hot garbage. Um but anyway, I mean that last match, I mean it they got people wanting to watch that match cuz like you said it was your question of where to Sami Zayn's loyalties. By the way, Sami Zayn is like one mm-hmm. of the most he is one of the most overpeopled in wrestling right now.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And and I he mean, got he,
1: over. He got over on his own. This was this was like all his work. This wasn't like a company thing. It's like he was just allowed to go out there and do what he felt worked, and you see where it goes.
0: Which is another difference between what Triple H is doing now and what BKM mm-hmm. did before, because yep uh kevin owens he actually he had an interview i I want to say it was it was either with steve austin or chris jericho i mean this was like five six years ago and you know and him and sammy they were feuding in the ring mm-hmm. but i mean but he was talking about how he said you know he said yeah we are friends i mean he said you know yeah. we're very close friends um and he said he wished sammy would get a bigger push he said but the problem mm-hmm. is he's like it's not, he's like, it's basically, it wasn't that Vince didn't like Sammy as a person. He just didn't. He said, Sammy is goofy. Sammy is funny. He kind of, yeah. you know, he he marches. he's kind of like he marches to the beat of his own drummer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Vince didn't like that. He didn't like yeah. the goofy, you know, yeah. funny. Yeah, and it's not a comedic character. I, I consider R-Truth more of a comedy character right now. Yeah. You know, R-Truth has proven himself. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean. He doesn't have to go out there. I, I would be a world champion. Our truth has already been a world champion and twice, NBA. twice, yeah, twice. So, so we know, and he, not,
1: and he held that belt that's behind you,
0: he sure did. You know, the one that's signed by Tommy Rich,
1: but exactly,
0: yeah. And but our truth, I mean, now he's doing what he wants, he's having fun. Sami mm-hmm. Zayn is now having fun. People see how funny he is because I mean, you got to think it was about a year ago. All of a sudden, he was becoming kind of a Che Guevara type
2: mm-hmm. political yeah. character.
0: And I'm like, yeah. is that really him? Yeah. You know, it just, you know, but now all of a sudden he's funny and he's got the audience just in the palm of his hand. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and when he said Jay wasn't feeling particularly oozy, I like to fell out of my chair. I was like, <laughs> Because I was texting you going, you've got to go watch this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just, and that's, I mean, because he said he had been, he was trying to crack all of them and he finally did because even Roman started laughing. He just, yeah. he's, it's like, no, no, not screw it. He's like, so. um,
2: It's
1: like, you're not feeling very ooze. <laughs> yeah. That was great.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so. I I I have not watched this past raw. Um, I have not watched really any wrestling this week. Um just uh because Monday night, I don't know what was going on. I was so exhausted. I was asleep before seven thirty. Oh wow. Yeah. So I haven't even watched like the ups and downs. I mean I know there was some stuff that happened. Oh, I just okay. don't know. Yeah, I mean that just shows yeah it's been trying to get back in my sleep, you know, sleep rhythms. Um yeah, but uh, so I don't know what all's happened. Um, I need to go at least watch the highlight shows,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, to try to catch up. Um, but uh, the direction they're going now, you know, you're right. I mean, I I agree. Sammy and it, it would make sense. Sammy mm-hmm. and Ko, yep, because they have been friends, you know, frenemies, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it you know, over the past two decades. Yeah. And we know they can put good matches on against each other. We know they're good as a team. Oh, yeah. Um Actually, they're great as a team.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, they were the, they were the uh, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions at one point.
0: Oh, and there you go. So, um, yeah, so we know, I mean, they, they have great chemistry together no matter what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see them with the tag team belts. And that, and then, because the Usos have already broken the record. Yep. You know, all they're doing now is just adding on to that record.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um,
0: which I do think is kind of cool to actually see somebody break a record for longevity because yeah, there for a while, I mean, it was like, you had the bill two weeks, or right, it's his turn now.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. So, oh, but um, I have no idea what we're going to talk about Monday just yet. Um, I spoke to quite a few NWF wrestlers at Revolution, not Revolution, mm-hmm. at the reunion show. Um and I need to reach out to them outside. I bet to do that today and then all of a sudden we had a last minute meeting scheduled on us and it was like
2: mm-hmm.
0: well, I guess I'm not gonna hit anybody up, but um like to get uh some of them on the show uh because we always have a good time when we do uh the nwf interviews in fact one of the people he's actually sh- he's shared links to our show you know quite a few times oh yeah never, never even been on the show but he's and so he's always been supportive of us which is like you know what we need to get him on the show yeah um and just kind of an update of mr destiny go check out unrivaled his band they okay. are they are actually really good cool and i'll have to check that out yep um they kind of sound a little bit like blink 182 you okay. know um you know, with a little bit of a harder edge, but, uh, but the other, and there's a couple of the songs that really, really stood out. And I was like, man, he ought to have that as his intro.
2: <laughs> <music>. <laughs>
0: because I mean, he just had a great guitar riff at the beginning, but yeah, he plays guitar and he sings and, uh, and he's a super, super nice guy, you know? So yeah. yeah, whenever you, you know, I'll just say, when you come up here
2: <laughs>
0: and, and when we go watch an NWF show, you, you actually get to meet him and yeah, he's actually, um, even though he's a heel, you know, um, he'll still, you know, say hi. he'll go out of his way to come over and say hi to you, you know, speak to you. I mean, yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're trying to, we're coming up with, we're trying to formulate some plans, you know, a possible series of shows Mm -hmm. for the future. If we can, you know, more interviews, but, um, but it's actually for a very particular purpose, one that kind of, jumped in yeah. my head after sunday i said to you and you're like yeah <laughs> that's that's a yeah. good reaction yeah. of yeah yeah that's... yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh but until we can talk again on monday my friend I gotta say good god night and bless.
2: god
1: bless